Hey, welcome back, Mephers. You're listening to another episode of Movie. Movie. Film. Film. It's the podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. See. I'm Nate, and it's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. And I'm Terrell. And todos aclaman el clitoras! That's not a language I speak. <laughs> I know earlier I said I wasn't going to do it in Is Spanish. Is that tambien? Yes. Oh, I... you gave away that I was faking that. I yeah. was guessing. <laughs> Great. The illusion I pre- Well, I, I, pre- I correctly pre-guessed. Yes. You asked me yeah, I what my quote first, was. Yeah. I didn't have my quote yet. Yeah. And then I guessed yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from Itu Malatam. Yes, yeah. it's what from is it? What's the translation? It means all hell the clit. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. I mean, because it's another Alfonso Caron film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the well, women reproductive and yeah. male reproductive yeah, yeah. sex and all that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mine, do you know it? Um, yeah, obviously his stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, stepbrothers. Yeah, we watched Children of Men twice this week, so I just decided to do a light quote so we can yeah. laugh a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> it feels good to laugh. It does. It does. Uh, we've got movie, movie, news, news before yeah. we talk about Children mm-hmm. of Men, mm-hmm. because... We have not, there's been some trailers that have come out that we just haven't mentioned because yeah. we've been enjoying talking about stuff we've been watching mm-hmm. and nothing that exciting, but, but the five bloods. Yeah. Spike Lee. New Spike Lee joint from Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This trailer, I would not be surprised if Spike cut it himself. Yeah. I feel like Netflix gives uh filmmakers a lot of creative control and this trailer doesn't play like any trailer I can think of. Yeah. Really all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shots of the of the way. the musician like performing the song that's playing in the trailer because it fits in with like the time, mm-hmm. the time period piece, and like this like this like psychedelic background as yeah. well. This big bold red font mm-hmm. that's in there, and just like this real grainy film look to it. Yeah, and at least like three different aspect ratios yeah. through the, throughout the point of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks like something. It looks like something. <laughs> it looks like something Spike Lee would do. And I don't mean that in like, oh, this is predictable. I mean that in like a really exciting way. It looks exciting. Yeah, um, Miracle at St. Anna was his last war movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't watch that one. Is not good. Okay. And it like stopped me from watching Spike Lee movies for a long time. <laughs> um, so I was hesitant about this when it was announced. Mm-hmm. But the cast is great. Yeah, the cast is good. And the the trailer sells me on it. Yeah, there's a few people from The Wire in there. Yeah, Clark yeah. Peters and Isaiah Whitlock. Mm-hmm. And also Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick. And also uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, from yeah. Last Five. And uh, mm-hmm. Delroy Lindo, who I've. From going back and watching some Spike Lee stuff has yeah. appeared throughout. Yeah, he's a regular. Yeah, throughout Spike's joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know he was British? What? Yeah, he's British. 
Damn. Yeah. They're all British. They're all British. All actors. <laughs> there were no more American actors. There never were. Wow. When I really appreciated his performances and the, the variants yeah. of, of his characters that he plays. But knowing that none of them sound like him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, so, yeah. It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah, it's a treasure hunt uh, movie uh, where they found like gold during war, Mm -hmm. and they set it aside and said, "We'll come back for it." Yeah, and finally, as uh, old men, they go back to find it. Yeah, and maybe possibly Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. It's like whoever that guy is. Yeah, who's gonna play old Chadwick? Yeah, might be Chadwick. Maybe it is Netflix. They've done it before. True. They have the technology. They have the technology. <laughs> um, I liked the nod to Apocalypse Now, like right at the beginning right of the, at the trailer. Beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's definitely going to be doing one of his uh, telling a story, but also telling the story about stories about stories. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, uh, I wonder how much of the like archival Black footage. Klansman yeah, was, I wonder yeah. how much of the archival footage is going to be in the actual yeah. uh, feature. Maybe that'll like start his movie because sometimes he like to start. He's like or, to start or end that it. Way. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Like Black Klansman. Uh, which the ending still is is like one of the reasons why I haven't rewatched that yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's real close. It's real. It's reality. I mean, it's yeah. It's based on real events, and then no, I'm talking about like the very the very yeah, yeah. Like, like the montage. Yeah, yeah. and specifically Heather Hire's death. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Might have it's definitely Heather. Yeah. Um, so yeah, excited for that excited when it comes. For that. And if the Oscars happen this year, yeah, hopefully I saw be one, one tweet the... that was just like they're thinking about canceling canceling it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, God damn, no Oscars twenty twenty. I mean twenty twenty one. That's crazy. Oh, I didn't see they were going to cancel. I thought they were maybe no. That wasn't like confirmed. I'm not okay. on confirming it for you guys. No, that's just like buzz. Mm. It's the like Oscar buzz. Uh, before we continue, yeah. the children of men, mm-hmm. a little follow up to last week. Yeah, we talked about Jumanji. You mm-hmm. hadn't seen Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, and we watched it right after we, we did. Recorded. We watched it right after we recorded. What'd you think? I thought it was funny. Right? It's like it's as funny. good as it could have been. It's I funny. Think. Yeah, it's funny. Once I got over the fact that they were just like the game transformed and. It is what it is. Once I got past, like, overthinking that aspect of it, it was funny. It was really funny. I mean, they're they're playing on The Rock being who The Rock is. Like, yeah. he's perfectly cast to be that person. And they comment on it perfectly. And, like, the smolder thing <laughs> is hilarious. And Kevin Hart mm-hmm. is great. He's great. And, like, they are great together. I really do yeah. think they are a real dynamic duo together. Yeah, they play well off. They each play other. well, and Jack, Jack Black, Black Jack Black, though. <laughs> I mean, he's the I, he's my favorite there. Yeah, uh, and I think just the most talented performer. Yeah, of he's all, great of all of them. Yeah, because uh, he has to embody being a teenage girl. Yeah, he does it really well, and he does and, it, and it's not just like, uh, I don't know. It it feels more than cliche. Like he makes her feel human by the end. Like yeah. that character starts off. It's the they do like the Breakfast Club thing, and yeah. the Freaky Friday thing. Yeah, they're throwing out. So a lot. like that that girl that he plays, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> there's like a body swap component to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Black, like it starts, the girl starts off with like no depth. She's just like the superficial shallow girl, popular, pretty girl. Yeah. But she goes through the whole arc yeah. while Jack Black is playing her. <laughs> so yeah. Jack Black gets to do the whole. Oh, it's great. And she yeah. becomes a... A better person. A much better person. Yeah, a more yeah. well-rounded person. They all do. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed Probably it. not going to focus a whole podcast on that no, one. No, no, But, yeah, uh, as far as, like, reviving old franchises go. Yeah, they did that pretty well. They did that pretty well. Um, And cute little tie-in to the first one, I guess. A little, little nod to uh Robin Williams character Alan Parrish yeah yeah uh the, the Jonas brothers like this is Alan's house he he built it where I'm just living here mm-hmm. it's like the the reboot acknowledging that he was obviously here obviously that that movie came first yeah uh, I watched over 25 movies yeah. this week I'm You're... gonna only talk about one more of them Ooh, we man. watched it together we previously yeah. mentioned it on this podcast I watched maybe like five movies mm. and they were all with you I feel like I watched oh, most of the movies with that I watched with you there's probably those one. are five of my 28 <laughs> <laughs> uh, E2 Mama Tambien we had never seen before yeah uh same director as Children of Men, Alfonso mm-hmm. Cuarón. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, really special. It, oh my God, it was so special. Yeah. <laughs> it's so special. It's so... It's like, that's that's nuance. That's like, that movie... Oh man, okay, so... He's like painting this picture. He's showing us... It's like Roma. Mm-hmm. Right where he's like sh- showing us this story, but also like Mexico. Right mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing, it's like it's Mexico, and it's like they pass something by, and it's important to tell what happened here and, mm-hmm. and what would have happened if they were here like five years earlier, which doesn't really matter, but it's important because it, Mexico the, is the, it's like, the backdrop. Yeah, of, it's the backdrop. Of, like it's just a, a a sexy road trip. Yeah. And anytime it gets like too sexy, I start thinking, "Uh oh, <laughs> sounds about to drop out, voiceovers about to yeah. come in," and the narrator just tells us like some fucked up story of something that happened to someone's relative. Yeah, every time it did that, no lie, I thought something was wrong with the sound. It like even like to the last one, I was just like, "Did the sound go out?" Every time. Yeah, it's it's uh, a weird weird cut and like. Silence. I think it's really effective because it it completely takes you out of the. The story you've been watching, yeah, the, the, all the sexual tension and mm-hmm. exploration and mm-hmm. repressed uh, feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I was expecting it to be exactly like a sexy road trip, mm-hmm. but it was a sexy road trip, and then and much more, and much more, and then this movie is kind of like the opposite of. Of Children of Men, where Children of Men, we'll talk about it more, but Children of Men throughout the whole movie is really bleak and really sad. Mm-hmm. And then it ends hopeful. And this one is just so full of energy and it's exciting and it's sexy. And then it just ends like heartbreaking. It's a downer ending. Yeah, it's a downer end ending. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, really cool to go back and watch one of his earlier movies and to see the progression because he, you're right, he does do a similar thing in Roma, but mm-hmm. without any voiceover. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a fan of voiceover in general, mm-hmm. but it worked mm-hmm. in um, Itumama Tamien, but I like how he uh, kind of graduated and started figuring out ways to share information without just explicitly yeah. telling the audience this is this this yeah. is that mm-hmm. show don't tell mm-hmm. yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh, then, like i said watched, watched over 25 movies but that that one has yeah that one stuck, stuck with, with me. me yeah yeah and we watched children of men and and that one in the same day so mm. it's a roller coaster of a day yeah of happy and sad and sad and happy it's everything. It's life. Yeah, that's, that's life. life. Yeah, that's life. And that's that's what makes great great filmmaking. Yeah. All right. So we we already started talking about it, but let's play that trailer. Yeah. For Children of Men. I can't really remember when I last had any hope, and I certainly can't remember when anyone else did either, because really, since women stopped being able to have babies, what's left to hope for? The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. The youngest person on Earth was 18 years, 4 months, 20 days, 16 hours and 8 minutes old. The ultimate mystery, why are women infertile? Some say it's genetic experiments, pollution. Why do you think we can't make babies anymore? Doesn't matter. It's all over in 50 years. It's too late. Move along! Hello, Theo. How have you been? I'm sorry about the theatrics. Police have been a pain lately. I haven't seen you for nearly 20 years. I need your help. Not for me, a girl. I need to get her to the coast, past security checkpoints. It's hard for me to look at you. He had your eyes. So why did you come to me? I trust you. Show him. Now you know what's at stake. We have to meet the boat. What is this boat? The human project of Center Boat. The human project? Yes, the greatest minds in the world working for a new society. Your baby is the miracle the whole world has been waiting for. We will find a way to get you to the human project, I promise you. We're almost there, Keith. We're almost there. Children of Men is a 2006 dystopian science fiction action thriller <laughs> directed and co-written by Alfonso Cuaron. The screenplay is based on P.D. James's 1992 novel, The Children of Men. Uh, it was credited to five writers, but apparently Clive Owen made uncredited contributions to the screenplay as well. Cool. Usually when it's like five guys write, write a screenplay, it's not good. Yeah, it's usually uh, a mess. Yeah. And usually because I it went through one like One of the revisions. movies I watched this past week was Scoob. 
You watch Scoob? Yeah. I don't need to go into it, but... <laughs> nice. I want to watch Scoob. Do you, though? I do. I, I think it looks really cute. Don't ruin it for me. Okay. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> Young Shaggy is voiced by Young Sheldon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that has like five or six people. It's like... But this... Yeah. But this, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, it's a very... I don't want like, to bur- bury the lead, but I think Children of Men is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't use that word lightly. Yeah, it really hits everything that it's supposed to hit. Yeah. Right? It, it really does. And it's a, like, it's a very like deep, deep subject. So I, I can understand a lot of them pulling in maybe a lot of writers. Mm-hmm. So to get like different like points of view or like just like expertise and just how to like you know, put this message out the right way, like, like word it, how to, t- how to tell this story correctly. You know, I, I understand that, you know what I yeah. mean? Cause it came out properly. Yeah. This movie came out when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I guess when I was like 14, seeing it in Blockbuster and like being aware of the chatter that it was this great masterpiece mm-hmm. and I'm being a fan of like dystopian sci-fi thriller. Yeah. I rented it. And, like, I watched, like, the first 10 minutes and, like, wanted to like it so much, but then was, like, struggling and I was too young, I guess. Right. And then revisited it years later and I was like, I'm, I was stupid. <laughs> I was young. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the first time that I watched this movie. I don't know what age I was or anything. I just know I watched it and I really loved it and it made me cry. I, yeah, I like certain things you don't, re- like, you might not remember everything, but you remember the way it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And I would just remember feeling like wild about it the first time I watched it. Yeah. All right, let's start. Yeah, and that wow is still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still there. Uh, we start with uh, just audio of the news. Yeah. Some, some exposition. Mm-hmm. We get to hear about this world that, uh, Children of Men is set in. It's 2027. Mm, seven years away. There have been 18 years of global human infertility and depression. Mm-hmm. The world is on the brink of collapse and humanity faces extinction. We're in the United Kingdom, which is, as we learn, one of the only nations that still has a functioning government. Yeah. Uh, just all around the world, just chaos. Um Including in the United Kingdom, where there's government, it's a fascist, uh, totalitarian government uh, with lots of asylum seekers fleeing plague and coming to the United Kingdom, but then not uh, being welcome. Yeah. So this is all uh, on the news, because once the the picture comes in, we see a bunch of people in a cafe watching the screen. Yeah. This is a great opening shot. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm it is. gonna have a hard time on this podcast. I'm just really, and that's a great. And shot. that's great. And that's this good. is the the third movie we're we're doing that was shot by uh, Emmanuel Lubeski. Mm-hmm. We did The Revenant and Ali. Previously. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, easily one of the greatest. Yeah. Cinematographers. Yeah. Living or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Chivo, as they call him. Mm-hmm. Um. It gives great color. It's like a great... His, like, yeah, what he does with light is, is just yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really spoils you for, <laughs> for anything else you're yeah. going to watch. 
So just this first image of just all the people uh, crammed into this tiny cafe. Yeah. Um, anytime in a movie when people are watching like a screen and that's what we see while we're watching a screen, it mm-hmm. uh, has a lot of um, power in that image, mm-hmm. just uh, immediately causing you to identify with the people. Yeah. But then this turns out on its head. Yeah. In, in a great way. Yeah, very quickly. Um, he gets his coffee and he heads out and well, well, actually while he's getting his coffee, we hear news about, uh, Diego, right? Yeah. Baby Diego. Diego Ricardo. Baby Diego, who was an 18 year old. Yes. But the, the youngest person alive. He's the world's baby. Yes. yes. The last person he born. Was. Yeah. Was. The, the, the news is he was assassinated. Yeah, it's it's it, this is such a great great um concept like thing. It's like of of course. So he is the youngest person and so he's turned into a celebrity. Mm-hmm. For no other reason than being the youngest person, right? He's, he's the last one. <laughs> he has no choice in the matter. He's a celebrity. The the news is like it was thrust upon him and he struggled with it his whole life. So what happened was someone wanted an autograph and he was like, no. And apparently he spit on mm-hmm. the person and then that person killed him. Yeah. Right. And then uh, a mob then turns and kills that person. Yeah. It makes it's it's so it's so close to reality. It's crazy. I can see that happening. The youngest person in the world becoming a celebrity like that yeah. and just being like, shit. Well, I mean, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting killed for it. And now they're killing him for it. Yeah. Yeah. So Theo, played by Clive Owen, our -hmm. our protagonist, gets his coffee, leaves. And uh, we just get like a peek of the outside world and uh, more just exposition. Like we see propaganda on like video screens throughout the city. All I I can like see is like all the smug and all the like exhaust coming out from these like bikes, these motorbikes. And I'm just like, oh, they're just like breathing in all this pollution. Yeah. Um, and a bomb goes off mm-hmm. in the ca- cafe that Theo was just standing. Yeah, in. if he hadn't, he was just if he hadn't just it. left, he would have uh, been been dead. Yeah, and so yeah, the the explosion goes off, and then the ringing sets in, yeah. and there's this lady screaming. The camera is like pulling into her, and then it cuts to 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 black. And the, the title, Children of Men. Children of Men. And then all you hear is the ringing. Mm-hmm. And the ringing continues thro- throughout the next scene as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so just by causing us to identify with all these people in the cafe, mm-hmm. being like, okay, this is us. Yeah. And then just killing them. And then just killing them. It's... And it's so... Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. The cut to, what, what to a way title to kick, card to is so good. Yeah. yeah, that's... It's, uh, <laughs> And it only gets worse from there. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, going to his office. Yeah, he is. He works for the government. He's a cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. Works for the Ministry of Energy. Yes, he's a, a cynical bureaucrat. <laughs> uh, so as he's going through his office, we hear the uh, tinnitus uh, ringing. Yeah, 
it's still ringing. People in his at his job are like crying and watching the news. Mm-hmm. They're still talking about Baby Diego. They're talk talking uh, now about who now takes the man- mantle of being the youngest person. Yeah. It's now a a a, a woman mm-hmm. who is only a month older. Yeah, yeah, eighteen and six months. Or yeah. Something. Uh, he uh. Goes to his boss mm-hmm. and says, I w- I've been affected deeply by this yeah. death of baby Diego. <laughs> Only after, like, seeing his co-workers, yeah. like, really having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, he's lying. He's lying. Yeah, he, he's not really feeling shit. He but just... He gets to leave. Yeah, it's an excuse, right? I mean, he was just I mean, he almost killed. He was That's almost That's got to affect killed. you. Yeah. But he seems pretty calm. He pretty, seems pretty not bothered. Well, just in no mood to do his work for yes. the government today. Mm-hmm. So he gets on the train, and there's screens on the train, and we see more propaganda. Uh, just, yeah, uh, uh, report the illegal become, immigrants. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, you just see, like, people living in poverty, and, like, be- below poverty. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, attacking the, like, the, the trolley that he's on. Yeah. Uh, just the way the camera, like, will just, like, glance out a window of the yeah. bus yeah, just like oh, it'll it doesn't stay focused on Clive Owen the whole time. It yeah. just like gets it'll distracted. just pan over and then it'll pan back. And there's there's like a whole other movie happening. Yeah, outside. like right outside. Yeah, but that's not the one that we watch. But it's just a texture of yeah, Children of Men. Yeah, this movie has such great texture. Yeah, and it's it's just for a science fiction movie. I mean, I read that whole paragraph. Like we're never told that information just in a block it's you get it in pieces mm-hmm. um it's just ec- expert wor- world building mm-hmm. really immersive so he he gets picked up at the train station by michael kane yeah playing, playing jasper. jasper michael kane in long white hair mm-hmm. uh john lennon glasses and yep. and uh, general john lennon demeanor yeah got a cardigan on he's cozy uh, picks him up. Mm-hmm. He's a chipper old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love his car. It's like yellow, but there's like been parts that have been replaced. So yeah. there's like some black parts. Yeah. It's not like a red door. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pull my finger guy. Yeah. He's that type of guy. Yeah. He wants Theo to pull, pull his finger. Theo doesn't. Pull so my finger quickly. So quickly. he pulls it himself and farts. Yeah. It's the, the simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love if this movie just has, like, pothead Michael Caine making fart jokes. Yeah. And it's also, like, one of the bleakest movies mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's probably so happy because he doesn't live in the, the city. Mm-hmm. He lives out in the woods in a hidden area, which yeah. is really smart to keep it hidden. Because he's kind of out in the woods, uh, very vulnerable. Yeah. As they're driving to his place, the camera does one of the glances out the window and we see a truck full of refugees pass. Mm-hmm. They call them Fujis in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like the Holocaust or current day, yeah. present day. Or it's, present day. No, I guess we're not openly uh, transporting. No, just openly transporting. Yeah. Do it in hiding. Yeah. Real, real depressing shit. Yeah. But then we we get a fart joke, so yeah, balance. <laughs> yeah, 
when uh, they get to Jasper's place, the camera does like a, a trip around the room. I guess we get to yeah. see like some of Jasper's belongings. And yeah, that informs news us clippings about his character. and old pictures yeah. and awards. Yeah, and we, stuff. we learn he was a former political cartoonist. Yeah, very celebrated political cartoonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he he grows and sells marijuana. Yeah, his wife was also a photojournalist that was right. captured and tortured, mm-hmm. um, which left her wheelchair bound and mute. Yeah, yeah. So he cares after her yeah. and grows and sells pot. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite Michael Caine roles. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he always plays like these distinguished gentlemen, mm-hmm. professors, butlers. Uh, just gentlemen of high society. Playboys. But to get him to just be like a, a hippie, an old hippie, essentially. Yeah. It's fun. Um, we also, among the, the newspaper clippings, we see a picture that includes mm-hmm. uh, Clive Owens, Theo, but mm-hmm. we also recognize Julianne Moore mm-hmm. and uh, a child, a, a baby. Child. Yeah. So, so there might be some background to our... Uh, Cynical yeah. bureaucrat protagonist. Yeah, get a quick peek. Uh, Michael Caine offers him some strawberry cough. Right. Which is a strain. A strain of, of marijuana. Weed. Yeah. And so, and while they're smoking, he goes in to tell this joke about the human project. And uh, that gets uh, Theo up in arms and gets very uh, cynical mm-hmm. about it and starts just blathering about it and then uh, Michael Keaton's just like I'm trying to tell a joke man that's all I'm trying to right. do like I'm not trying to get like political <laughs> or anything and do you do you know the joke like essentially it? it's there are a bunch of people wondering why there aren't any babies anymore yeah and he says I don't know while he eats on the wing of a stork yeah he's eating stork yeah and stork delivers babies yeah so they're eating the thing that you know, delivers the babies. Um, the next scene, uh, Theo's waking up in his own apartment. Mm-hmm. It's small. Yeah. It's a small studio apartment. Yeah. With a nice view. With a nice... Well, it's high up. It's high up. I don't think what, what the views of is great because once he leaves the apartment, like even if... like. I guess the transition from uh, Jasper's like big wide open country mm-hmm. house to Theo waking up in his studio apartment is kind of jarring, and it's like, oh, this is a much smaller space. Yeah. But then when he leaves the apartment, like right outside his building are just cages of people. Yeah, and people being like ripped out of their homes. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. And yeah. Horrifying, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Be grateful for the little bit of space that Theo yeah. had. Mm-hmm. It's actually, he's living very well. Mm-hmm. And as he's uh, heading out, the, you know, the camera does this whole aside. It's not because, re- like, Theo isn't taking in the sights around him. He he lives in the world. He's just moving through it. Yeah, he's part of it. But the camera's interested in showing us uh, the scenes unfolding on the streets. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Um, next thing we know, he's kidnapped. That's his thing. That's his thing. Just yeah. like, yeah, showing so much of like what's going on in the world behind the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's kidnapped. Yes, he's, he gets a bag over his head bag and thrown into head, a truck. Thrown into a van. Mm-hmm. Big and theatrics. 
here. Oh, yeah. Big theatrics for like pretty much nothing. Because once they get him to the spot and he's he has the um, the bag on his head and they're talking to him and there's a blinding light and all that. Um her name is Julia in this movie, right? Yeah. Julia pretty much reveals herself right away. Julian Moore plays Julian. Yes. It's probably written for her. Yeah. Or no, that was a character. It was a book. So maybe it wasn't. Yeah. But I love her. Yeah. 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 Um, she. So she instructs them that they can take off. Yeah. The, take the off. Body. Take off the bag and turn off the lights. And she even walks him out of the interrogation box. Yeah. 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 These two are very familiar and she obviously trusts him very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Even though she had to like put a bag over his head. Yeah. We learned that the organization that she's working with are called the Fishes. Mm-hmm. They're a militant immigration rights group. So she like walks him out of the interrogation box. They're in there, like this birdhouse, right? Or maybe they're just in it's like, like a like a, a shed. Or it's like yeah, a, I just hear a like shed, a lot of but with pigeons like, with a newspaper covering the glass, mm-hmm. so the light looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, and then once they walk out of that, they're in like a whole like warehouse almost. Yeah. And it's like, once again, the the small space that they were just in, and then they open up and they're in this whole wider world yeah. right outside. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of that, a lot of imagery that's like, oh, people exist in the world and the world, the, they're, they're the fabric of the world and spaces. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, Julia needs transit papers for a girl. She doesn't really say uh, who the girl is or what's it for, just that she needs it. Well, they and, say she's a refugee. Right. Uh, again, she offers uh, Theo money because he has a cousin uh, who's a government minister. Mm-hmm. And uh, he can probably procure the papers. Yeah. Theo's only in it for the money. In fact, he actually says no. Yeah. Uh, he turns her down. She's like, yeah, sure, you don't need the money. <laughs> she knows he needs the money. Right. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, after that little conversation, after that little talk, uh, they drop him off. Mm-hmm. But they got to do the bag over the head again. Yeah. They yeah. give him the uh, lost dog paper. Mm-hmm. Say, if you change your mind, post this uh, notice on the bulletin at your train station. And it's a, a lost dog flyer. Mm-hmm. But that's like their secret code. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Uh, then he's, uh, in a bent. is it a Bentley? I think so. It's a real fancy car. I wrote car. down Bentley, right? I don't know anything about cars, but for some reason in my head, I was like, that's a Bentley. That's a Bentley. That's a, I don't know. So his ride through town, I guess he got picked up by his cousin. It's like his cousin's car or it's driver. Like, yeah. His cousin's driver. It's like, yeah, yeah. he got picked up by so, driving service. So there's like ways that person driving to a place scenes are are usually shot. Mm-hmm. You see the person in the car. You see the like the cameras like outside the windshield or mm-hmm. out on one side of the window. We mm-hmm. don't really get that. Mm-hmm. Instead, we watch the street as the car is just like a part of it. Yeah, and it just like blends into and traffic. It's so stark though because like the car is so pristine yeah. and it's white. It's cream, actually. Right. And everyone else is, like, in these drabby colors. There's not many know. other cars on Yeah, the there's not many cars there's on the There's some, road. um, uh, what are they called? Uh, the, the three-wheel mm-hmm. uh, push 
pushy things. And I think the perfect <laughs> song is playing. I've I'm not familiar uh, with King this song. Crimson. Yeah, King Crimson. But I think the song is perfect. Yeah. It's perfect scoring for it because the progression of the song is like going up. Yeah. And that's what's happening literally in the movie. Yeah, so you see the Bentley just trying to get through. I'm I'm just calling it a Bentley. Okay. <laughs> That's a Bentley. It's Even a if Benz. it's not a Bentley, it's a Bentley. It's a, it's a, yeah, it has a nice grill and that little statue on the front. So it's like yeah. trying to drive through crowds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the camera, like, there's it's on like a circle, and the camera goes the other way around the circle. Mm-hmm. So we get to see, like, protesters, mm-hmm. some demonstrations happening, and uh, the police... It's, yeah, it's not a pretty sight. No. But then he gets to his cousin's place, and that's a pretty sight. Yeah. His cousin's got a nice place. He has a really, really nice place. He is, like, living in the clouds. Um, Something about his place that reminds me of, like, Adrian Veidt. Kind of reminds me of Adrian Veidt. Oh, yeah. Watchmen. It's like overseeing the whole city. Yeah, and he has those big dogs. Yeah, true. Yeah, he has those big dogs. His cousin uh, runs a state-sponsored collection of salvaged art called Ark of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And we see uh, Michelangelo's David. Yeah, the, the, the real thing. Yeah, uh, missing a leg. Yeah. But it's still David. It's humongous. And uh, his cousin's com- complaining about uh, like how they couldn't get this piece of art, but they mm-hmm. had to settle for this one. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, his whole place is full of like classic art. Mm, like... And and Theo is talking about how his mom had that statue in her house, but it was smaller. Right. And it was a lamp. It was not yeah. real. <laughs> uh, this whole scene's like wild. They're yeah. like eating dinner. Yeah, they're, they're at eating this table. dinner. There's lots of bottles of wine. They have uh, servers. They're being served. Mm-hmm. Um, his son is. Doing this thing. I don't know what he's doing. It, it looks, looks like, like a future technology thing. Yeah, it's like future. He's doing it with his hands. It kind of looks like there's a cube on the screen, like a Rubik's Cube. Like mm-hmm. he's building something or programming something. It's yeah. weird. And he's so focused on it. He's he's not even like in the room with them. Yeah. Um, Theo's sitting right in front of a, uh, Picasso's Guernica mm-hmm. painting. And also behind uh, the cousin out the window, you see... That that pig. That pig. It's the um, Pink Floyd Animals album cover art. Mm-hmm. The pig and the smokestacks, which itself is a reference to uh, uh, Animal Farm, George Orwell. Mm-hmm. It's just like a. I think that's that's about it for the art art references that I've caught. Oh, there's the, the Venus thing later, but yeah. uh, just a, a lot of references to art and artworks and. Um, mm-hmm. The Bible throughout this whole masterpiece. Because it's a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, it, it works out. Yeah, Theo's it works out. Get the papers, but only a specific kind of paper where the refugee needs an escort. Yeah. Like, uh, and the escort has to be Theo. Yeah, it has to be Theo. Theo has so to be So it's not it. quite what the fishes wanted, but yeah. it's what they get. It's what they get. And I, I, I like the way this, this scene ends because. He, he, he asks him, like, how do you, like, 
he says like in a million years or something, there's going to be nothing left. What keeps you going? And then he says, there's going to be no one here. No one left to even look at this art. Yeah. And he just goes, I don't think about it. Yeah. As yeah. he takes a glass, a sip from his glass of wine. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's the rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like they get to like separate themselves, right? They live, get to live higher up and not think about it, you know? Yeah. It's a good, a good poke at neoliberalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Theo posts the lost dog thing. Mm-hmm. He ends up uh, setting up a meeting with uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's character. Lucas. Lucas. Who says Julian couldn't make it. <laughs> um, and they, they make the agreement Theo's going to escort Key in exchange for money. Yeah, for someone who said earlier that they didn't need the money, now they need the money. Mm-hmm. And more. Uh, so uh, there's there's like the whole scene in the the racetrack, but I didn't write any notes. Yeah, that. I didn't really see the significance in it other than he likes to gamble and he likes to drink. He likes He's to smoke. an alcoholic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a flawed protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the next thing I have is he's, um. Oh, we get the bus ride. Yeah, we get the bus ride. With he leaves the racetrack and he's led with the woman who found the dog who has the dog. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. she she was the person to set set up the meeting. He follows her onto the bus. She points up because it's London. There's two decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes upstairs and Julian's waiting for him there. Yeah. This is where we learn that they had a child together. Yeah. I mean, I guess we saw the picture in yeah. Jasper's place. Yeah. But now they talk about it. And I like the way that it comes up because it comes up pretty naturally. Um, just by Theo looking at her. She's just yeah. like, I can't look at you. You have his eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about it in a real intimate way and in, in a way where they have to say everything because they have to give us everything. We learn later that the son died during... A flu pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry to, <laughs> to bring it down. <laughs> uh, this movie predicted that was in 2008. Yeah. So, and I guess what we're experiencing now isn't really the flu. No. Similar. Nope. This well, movie has nothing to say about our actual lives <laughs> or our actual world. It's only about this make believe world. <laughs> uh, they get off, it's their stop. Yeah. Next thing I have is they're all all in the car. We meet the gang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Luke is driving mm-hmm. with uh, Julian in the passenger seat. The passenger seat. And you don't know how many times in this movie where a car parked and then I was waiting for it. Oh, because the, the driver's the, on yeah, the other the side. Yeah, the driver's on the other side and then I'd be like, oh, they're over there. Yeah, definitely the most backwards thing about the society that we see <laughs> in this movie. What the fuck is the what driver the doing on the right side? God damn it. Um, and in the backseat, we meet Key. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miriam, Miriam mm-hmm. who is amazingly played by the same actress who does Mrs. Trunchbull in Matilda, yeah, which I was, didn't notice until the second time we watched that it this was, week. That's uh, wow, <laughs> wow, oh my goodness, yeah. it makes so yeah. I, how could I look at this lady and not be like, 
she looks familiar. She's the lady from Matilda. I definitely have like an image of Miss Trunchbull yelling, like burned yeah. into my brain. She's just like so different. And honestly, I was so focused on her having dreads that like, <laughs> it, it, her face almost didn't matter. So it's not like uh, appropriation dreads. It's like dirty hair. It's no access to water dreads. So what are Patrick dreads? Because those are like wild, dirty too. Who's Patrick? The the um, he's one. Of, he's one of the fishes. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the same. Yeah. Okay. They're they're activists. Well, ugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they say you can give Michael Caine dreads. True. They get yeah, yeah. Good. I'm picturing it now. And I good. just I just don't think anyone in this movie is like styled. Mm-hmm. I don't think fashion is a thing. Mm-hmm. I like, think uh, there's an apocalyptic as- style. Yeah, but it it seems to be more based on like what's available yeah. than uh, trying to. Have a look. Yeah, it's not as styled world. as, like, say, The Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got we got a full car, mm-hmm. and they're driving towards Canterbury. Yeah. We get some some more background about Theo through Julian because now that we know they have a history. Yeah. Uh, she says that Theo used to be an activist too back in the day. Mm-hmm. Pretty hardcore one. Yeah. I like the story she tells about. Uh, they had like a standoff in, in this building. The cops were outside, and what mm-hmm. Theo does is he invites the cops in for coffee. Yeah, spikes the coffee with ketamine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just love their back and forth because Poisons she's the cops. She's telling this story, and he's just like, "I was just trying to get laid." You know, he's just being so cool, too, too, too cool for school about it. It's, it's not even that. It's, he's, like, so far from the idealist activist that he yeah. was in the story Julian's telling. He's just completely burnout, cynical, yeah. alcoholic, mm-hmm. wants everyone to shut up so he can nap. Yeah. He just wants to nap. I love uh, as soon as he gets in the car, history. he's just like, are we doing any sing-alongs? All right. Well, I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. And they do like this really cute ping pong yeah, it's trick, a little ping pong parlor just, trick where they blow the ping pong ball into each other's mouths. Yeah, and they can only do it with each other. She said she tried to do it with a hundred other people. Gross. <laughs> and he's the only one that can do it successfully. Yeah. And so yeah, I like to picture Clive Owen and Julianne Moore practicing. Yeah. This, though, I wouldn't be surprised if it was CGI. Somehow. I think it was CGI. Yeah. yeah, it looks hard to do. It looks really hard to do. But I, I, I like picturing them practicing, yeah. even if it was CGI. <laughs> uh, Key is not. Um, she doesn't. She's try, not impressed. Try, she's not impressed. Yeah, yes. with with Theo. Apparently, yeah. Julian had been speaking very highly of this yeah. man, um, because she knew the old Theo. Yeah, uh, Key is like he's not suave. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're doing the ping pong bit and everything's all hunky dory. Yeah. Until. There's a burning car? Burning car. Uh, it's coming down the road. Yeah. Uh, perpendicular to the car that our characters are driving in. Mm hmm. And they could avoid it if, uh, Lucas, like, hit on the gas, but he's like, no, no, I can't make it. So he takes the brakes. He doubts himself. And the car stops blocking the road. Mm hmm. And then a, a angry mob emerges from the woods. Yeah, it's an ambush. Total ambush. 
home mob, people throwing stuff, and then you got two guys on a motorcycle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with and, guns. Uh, and uh, in a very <clears throat> surprising fashion, um, Julia gets shot. Yeah, pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Blood um, all over her. Blood all over. I think I feel like she either gets shot in the chest or in the neck. Because yeah. all the blood is up here by the neck. Mm. At first you think, oh shit, they're going to lose control of the car. But yeah. then you remember that Lucas is the one <laughs> driving because yeah. yeah. they're in England. <laughs> exactly. In this fucked up dystopia. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're trying to... Theo's trying to put pressure on the wound, trying to hold her. And Miriam is trying to, I don't know, put thoughts and prayers on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only get away because... Theo kicks Opens open the door. Yeah, he kicks open the door and it hits the the gunman on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and they both go flying off. Yeah, and they're they able fall. to escape. Yeah, they escape, but they're stopped by the police. Yes, which shouldn't be a problem because they have their papers. Yeah, they're British citizens, but uh, they have a dead body in the car. Mm. But uh, <laughs> but Luke, uh, is it Luke or Lucas? Lucas. He uh he kills the police. Yeah, he shoots them. Shoots them. Yeah. They they could have been fine. They could have been fine. Yeah. And so they no one in the car really understands what's going on, but they all get back in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, Theo's the only one that gets up, but they get back in the car and they drive off to a safe house. Yeah. Well, they make one stop on the way in the middle of the woods to uh hide Julian's body yeah. and send her off and. I like this scene because, well, we see more of Miriam being religious, yes. kind of shamanistic. Yes, chanting. Or, and, or maybe yeah. maybe Hinduism, maybe. I'm not Something. sure. Something. Like, because she places like the leaf thing on the on Julian's Yeah, temple. she's like, sh- like shaking her hands yeah. like over her. Her and Key are, are participating in this uh, ritual. ritual in the background while we follow uh, Theo dealing with the death of his former lover in his own way, which is yeah. uh, taking a swig from his bottle. Yeah. Why? Because he's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and then he just breaks down. Yeah, he goes, I love... I, the, I think this it, is Clive it, Owen's best performance. This is, this is some acting. This yeah. is acting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he seems fine, and then he takes a drink, he goes, he takes out his cigarette, and then he looks at the lighter... Mm-hmm. And then he just breaks behind a and tree. He, he like falls into a fetal position, almost yeah. leaning against the tree. Yeah. But uh, Lucas Lucas calls, calls everyone back, so yeah. he pulls himself. He together. pulls himself together. Then we get to the safe house with a lot of fishes. Yes. And some cats. <laughs> and some cats. I didn't, and some mention, dogs. I didn't even mention Jasper's cat. Yeah. Jasper's got a comfy cat. Yeah, he has a cat and a dog. Lots of cats and dogs and pairs. Yeah. In this one. Um. So Theo wants to get the fuck out of there, get back to London. Yeah, but Lucas says it. it's too dangerous. The police are looking for us. We'll we'll try to work something out tomorrow for you to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that it's noted that the dogs like him and they don't like anyone. Mm. Yeah, it's like a it's a character thing. I guess if you're like a good person, dogs like you, right? It's like a knives out. Yeah, yeah, they're a good judge of character. Uh, so there's like all the top, top leadership of the fishes organization. Yeah. They're going to vote for a new leader, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Theo's not a part of this, though. He's uh, being watched by one of them who mm-hmm. was instructed to watch Theo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives him some clean clothes. And uh, then uh, Theo's told that Key is in the barn and wants to see him. Yeah. And uh, ooh, the scene in the barn. The scene in the barn is really beautiful, right? Yeah. Uh, Key is in the back of the barn surrounded by cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells, as Theo approaches, he uh, talks about how uh, four, like cows have eight tits, but yeah. uh, the machines only fit four tits. So what they do is they cut off the other tits. Some they of the just tits. Like buzz them they, off they're using they the words tits. Yeah. They're not mine. I would have said udders, but yeah, they talk about tits instead. Yeah. Well, because then we get the line where Theo's like, "Is that why you brought me in here to talk about tits?" Yeah. I like how he just brushes it off, even though that has, like, huge symbolic importance to the movie. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, talking, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but we live in a society. Yes. <laughs> and that society, uh, you know, in, uh, instead of making machines that fit the cow, they change the cows to fit the machines. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what happens. It's, we don't, our society isn't actually built for all humans. Mm-hmm. It uh, shapes and molds humans yes. to, to work it's for, not even uh, built for the world. Yeah. For the man. It's not built for nature. And so, I mean, she is just like, no, that's not what I'm talk- I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And she undresses. Yes. And he's, at first he's like, whoa, 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 don't do that. Yeah, but, but then... See the bump. Yeah, he sees the belly. He sees her now, belly. Remember, this is the world where 18 years of infertility worldwide. Yeah. So to see a pregnant woman is... Uh, the chances, right? Yeah, just a, a miracle. Yeah, and, and the fact that this scene takes place in the barn, there's obvious parallels to uh, Mary. Mary, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, uh, you you mentioned Venus earlier. Yeah, so. the, it's like that that painting. Yeah, she poses her herself in a way where mm-hmm. she's posed like Venus. And yeah, he's he's amazed, but that that and that moment is so beautiful because it's it's scored with this. Beautiful, like, like religious, opera, yeah, o- operatic mm-hmm. singing um, that goes in between, between operatic singing and like like composed score. Yeah, but that moment is cut short when Lucas uh, walks in, barges in, barges in, um, and yeah, disrupts the moment. Yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and but Key says uh, he had a right to know. Yeah. Also, Key revealed. Reveals that uh, Julian told her not to trust anyone except yeah. for Theo. Yeah. She said, if anything go wrong, only trust him. Mm-hmm. It's really important. So now we now we get to see a bit of the fishes meeting because they're trying to decide what to do. The original plan was uh, to get key to the human project, which is the, the scientific group that is trying to cure infertility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that... They're all fugitives because yeah. of Luke uh, killing the cops. Yeah, Julia popped up on TV. She popped up on the news. Yeah, Terror, terrorist organization yeah. Mm-hmm. leader and killed. They're like, it's only a matter of time before they, they figure out who else was in the car with her. Yeah, um, so Luke is trying to talk Key into staying Yeah. Uh, with the fishes. Mm-hmm. And they all have a... Uh, they they all agree with each other, but all for like different reasons. And just like there's this one lady that's just like this baby will be like our political flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and he doesn't want her baby to be used as this political thing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Theo, the outsider, is just like, he yells out, she needs proper care. Like, she needs a doctor. Like, oh, actually, he says, says you got to make it public. Yeah, go public with it. Everyone just looks at him. Yeah, they pretty much just shit all over, over that idea mm-hmm. and pretty much say everything that could go wrong, which is very profitable. And, like, they'll take the baby away and give her to a black posh mom. You know what I mean? Like an yeah. English mom. And, and, Try to and dress. They'll, yeah. yeah, they'll raise the baby. Yeah, because the fact that the the first baby in 18 years is coming from a, a refugee yeah. would, wouldn't uh, suit the political uh, agendas of yeah. the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo's kind of walked out, <laughs> escorted <laughs> out of the meeting. Yeah, but we see from outside uh, of the camp, the camera doing one of its things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, Luke was is elected the new leader. Yeah. of the fish. Mm-hmm. We also learn from Theo kind of spying. Uh, the guys on the bike come in. Yeah, the bike. The guys on the bike that murdered Julian. Yeah, have arrived. Have arrived, and it's a it's a familiar face. It's Patrick. He was there earlier when he was uh, when Theo was first kidnapped. Mm. Yeah, and he is very disheveled and upset because his his cousin, uh, who was on the bike with him, I don't know who was driving or who was shooting. Doesn't matter. uh, Is is seriously hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's not how the plan was supposed to go. So there's this whole plot where apparently Julian's death was orchestrated by mm. the fish so that Luke could become in charge because uh, they have different ideologies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julian is uh, peaceful, but Luke feels otherwise. Yeah, you need violence to be fire for fire, pretty mm-hmm. much. <laughs> uh, so now being aware of this information, Theo... Rushes into a Key's room to wake her and Miriam. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, is a midwife. Yes. We find find out. Yeah. I, I, I wrote down wet, wet nurse. I don't know what the difference is, but I'm sure there is one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not aware of the particular. I don't know why I would say wet nurse, but mid nurse she is. Um, but yeah, he wakes them up. And Miriam's first instinct is to, like, go downstairs and ask for help. And he, like... he muzzles her and without much hesitation key is just like hey i'm gonna go with him you can stay here so she's already to leave like even marion behind yeah for for theo because of julia yeah they uh sneak through it's a whole escape we have to go and very stealth. Yeah. He breaks, he pretty much takes all the keys out of the cars and like some wiring so like they can't be followed. Yep. But the car that they they take doesn't start as well. Yeah. And so Theo so has to get out and push. And push yeah. it. Yeah. And get stuck in the mud. Yeah. So really, it's really a uh, 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 really close pursuit. That's the, the, I mean, we're talking about high stakes movies all month, trying to raise the stakes every week. This is almost as high as it gets. We'll see Mm -hmm. next week if we can top it. But in every single like action that Theo's trying to take, there's at least three obstacles in the way. And they only ever, if they make it out, it's just by a sliver. It's, yeah, it's so close. And honestly, they only really make it out because they can't shoot at them because they can't afford to hit key. 
Right. Yeah. Because they need her alive. Mm-hmm. So they they escape and they hide out at Jasper's place. Yeah, they go to Jasper's. Jasper, who was like sleep, sound asleep, but he has like rat poison by him, so it kind of looks like he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's like this moment where Theo's walking up to him and it's just like, uh, like slowly putting his hands out, and then he wakes up. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, he's kind of pissed. Jasper's kind of like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, we learned that Key wants to name her baby Frowley. Yeah, Frowley. We got a little, a little moment. Yeah, where where Theo doesn't think that's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they make plans. Yeah, they make plans. Uh, Jasper actually like initiates the plans. Yeah. They decide, He's very excited. Yeah, they decide they got aboard. They're gonna follow through with what Julian wanted, which is to uh, hand Key over to the Human Project. Mm-hmm. They have a, a ship called the Tomorrow. Yeah, which arrives offshore from a refugee camp in Bexhill. Bexhill on Sea. So they decide we got to get Key there. Yeah. And Jasper knows a, a border guard at the camp because he's one of his clients. Yeah. He sells sells pot to him. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, I can get Sid, that's his name, to, to smuggle you into Bexhill if you uh, pretend to be refugees. Yeah, it's a pretty wild plan because... That just they, might work. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> want to go there because it's a, it's a camp, but they have to break in in order yeah, to get to the people pier. into camp? Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, they have to get smuggled in and, and through it. Uh, some Some bad news, though. The, f- the fishes uh, discover Jasper's house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he has the sound system. Yeah. So uh, Jasper tells the gang to get going without him. Yeah. And that he'll hold him off. Yeah, he'll hold him off. He tells him where to go. And he tells him, when you see Sid, say, Sid, you're a fascist. You're a fascist pig. Yeah, you're a fascist pig. Yeah, that's like, like that's, that's the pretty much the passcode. Uh, they, they flee. Yeah, they flee. Uh, and they watch into, off into from the like woods. the hills. Yeah, yeah, and they get to see the scene, which is Jasper being surrounded by men with guns. Yeah, trying to charm them with his Asking terrible, him to pull his finger. yeah, terrible humor. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, he's like, I, I talked my way out of my my way out of worse, and this is how he talks his way out of it by saying, "Pull my finger." Yeah, they don't pull his finger; they pull their fingers on the trigger. Yes, and murder Jasper. Yeah. Which uh, Miriam and Theo witness, but Key is still in the car. When they get back to the car, Key asks, is, is Jasper okay? Yeah. And Theo says, yeah, he's fine. Let's go. The echoing of the, the bullets when Jasper's getting shot is, like, so harrowing. Mm. It's, like, it's the sound of nature, but also, like, you could, like, you could see how, like, that is playing in Theo's mind. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah. And yeah, he's very, very hurt. Doesn't want to be touched by by Miriam. Right. Yeah. And because Miriam earlier said she believes in everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So now he's like, what what the what the fuck was that for? Tell me why mm-hmm. why that? And yeah. she, she's still like, it happened for a reason. You know, there's it's part of the bigger picture. You know, and it is all part of the bigger picture here. They get to an abandoned school, which is their meeting place. With mm-hmm. Sid. They get there a little early, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of course, I guess all the schools are abandoned because 
the, the youngest person <laughs> on earth is 18 yeah. years old. No one's in school anymore. Teachers are like just about obsolete. Well, at like, yeah, unless you're like a professor, I would say. But even after yeah. a certain point, that is obsolete mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so the school has, like, nature has pretty much reclaimed the the building. There's, yeah. it's like partially flooded. There's like vines growing inside mm-hmm. the building, and we. I love the shot of just the deer walking past Theo in the hallway. Yeah, it's like don't yeah, mind like me. Shot. I'm a yeah. deer I'm indoors. A deer. Yeah. And then we get this 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 nice scene between Miriam and Theo, um, yeah. which explains uh, gives you a little more into like um, the perspective of Miriam, who she was when all of this was happening. Yeah, and yeah, she was she was a a midwife. You said mm-hmm. she was a midwife, and she started to notice like the disparity in like birth rates, right? And then a lot of miscarriages. A lot of miscarriages yeah. were happening and then no no births were scheduled for like several months. Yeah, and she she knew people around the world who were also midwives yeah. and they were all experiencing the same thing. The same thing. thing. And, yeah. Uh yeah, it really paints the picture of when when the infertility started. Yeah. Like how that must have been. Yeah, and Theo just goes, "You, you were there at the beginning, and you'll be there there to see it through. You'll mm-hmm. be there at the end." Meanwhile, this whole thing is shot beautifully. They're like in a classroom, and mm-hmm. there's a glass, but there's a break in the glass, mm-hmm. and a key is on a swing set, framed perfectly center in the mm-hmm. hole in the glass. Yeah. So he's just see like glass shards, and then Key represents like the last hope, just swinging. Swinging, yeah. But it looks like she's like gonna almost like swing into the jagged edge of the glass, just mm-hmm. like visually. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the one little glimmer of hope. Yeah, it's so good. Sid appears. Sid is here. Uh, or rather, a, a cop car pulls up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Theo approaches and calls him a fascist pig. Yeah. And Sid takes out his uh, billy club. Yeah. I was going to say baton. Baton, yeah. And um, acts like he's going to hit him because yeah. he's a f- asshole. Because he is a fascist He pig. is a fascist <laughs> pig. And he's like, ah, gotcha. And then you can see how Sid and, and uh, Jasper got along. Their sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Sid, <laughs> Sid pulling Jasper's finger. Yeah. Jasper. <laughs> Sid Jasper pretending. pretended to be scared that yeah. Sid's gonna hit him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they must have arrest him. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take you in one day. Ha ha ha. Um. So Sid Sid drives them and he uh, escorts them onto a bus. Yeah. That's headed towards Bexhill, and Sid tells them instructions about um, a Romanian woman. Uh, who has a three-legged dog who mm-hmm. they'll meet once they get inside. We'll yeah. be waiting by a statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Key also, perfect timing, you know, mm-hmm. starts to have contractions. Everything happens for a reason. Right? <laughs> there's Oh, the tension is like so building so, yep. like so much um, because you're just like, this is not the place to like go into labor at all. Nope. And it gets worse from here, right? Because they're in that back of the truck, and then he escorts them out onto the bus. Yeah. Right? So he's being cool with them, but like once he gets out and lets them out, he has to be a dick again. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. And she's like still going through it. Having to hide it from anyone because yeah. Miriam and Theo are the only people who can know that she's pregnant. Yeah. And uh, they they get on the bus and they, they drive off and it's getting worse. Oh, this bus. Yeah. She's having painful contractions. Yeah. Miriam's sitting next to her trying to console her. And as this is happening, we just get a bus tour of uh, fascist regime. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, more people in cages. Some, mm-hmm. some bodies just lay, laid out on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and people being harassed. It's heart-wrenching. Yeah. Stuff, um, stuff that's happening not too far away from where we're recording this podcast. While they're on the bus talking, Miriam... Well, Theo asks about the, uh, the human project. And, mm-hmm. like, do they know we're coming? And Miriam's just like... No, not really. Um, we have no way of communicating with them. We only communi- communicate it through mirrors. Yeah. Um, which means uh, it's kind of like telephones. So a person tells a person, tells a person, tells a person, and that person will tell us. But since Julia was the mirror and she's no longer with us, they have zero way of contacting them to make sure that this plan goes through. They're kind of just relying on faith, right? Faith and yep. like chance, which doesn't sit well with Theo. Yeah, we have this, we're really depending on these people and he didn't even ever meet them. Yeah, he didn't ever meet them. Also, um, in the Jasper scene, there was like, just like this great, uh, like, it's probably throwaway, but it was just like him talking about Theo as a, as a, as a character, as a person where he was just talking about like how Theo had faith, but he lost it to chance. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's so much of this that is just chance. And yeah, in him, order like, for them to succeed, he yeah. has to... He has to believe in believe, chance. Believe yeah. in the, the... Just have good faith that the human project will, will be happen. there. Yeah. That tomorrow will come. Mm-hmm. It, naming the ship tomorrow is like a little heavy-handed, but I, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. Those are like ship's names, though. They're really like right? hammy like that. And it just, it fits perfectly, just symbolically, like, like we don't know if tomorrow will come. Yeah. 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 Key uh, water breaks. Yeah. It breaks right there on the right bus. Right on the bus. Um, and as she's going through this, she, she's getting louder. Yeah. And you start to hear, hear like, the outside bus and this, like, punk music comes in. Mm-hmm. It's starting to feel real crazy. People are, like... Being thrown around, people are like on their knees with bags over their head. You're just yeah. seeing this whole picture, and they make a stop in this area. Yeah, and uh, the the fascist pig gets <laughs> on the bus. Not not Sid, another one. No, another one. And he, there's this guy that kind of won't shut up, and he kicks him off the bus. Yeah. and this is his stop, and he goes to approach Key, who is also. Kind of making a scene. Yeah, making a scene. And uh, the only thing that saves her from being thrown off the bus is um, Miriam. Yeah, she stands up and starts praying very yeah. loudly. Mm-hmm. Um, not, uh, what's it? What's the, never mind. Okay. Like in, in whatever religion she is, uh, she practices that yeah. isn't welcomed by the 
the society they're in. Yeah. So she's kicked off. Yeah, she's hit and she's kicked off. And we see a bag go over her head. Yeah, we see a bag over her head and it's not, not looking so great. And then the bus just moves along. Yeah, it goes on. And now it's just Theo and Key. Who is in labor. Yes. Fully in labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they arrive to the to the camp. Uh, we get like the scene of them going through the, like crossing the border, mm-hmm. which is like the fences and just horrifying imagery. They get a welcome to paradise. Yeah, once once they arrive to to Brexel at sea, it's um, it's like um the Warsaw Ghetto kind of. There's, there's lots of people. Yeah. Um, but like lots of life also people, um, like there's like street vendors mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's much different than the scene at the checkpoint that yes. Miriam was left at. Mm-hmm. They, they find the, the statue and the Romanian woman who's named Mar- Marishka and, uh, Marishka, she leads them away and she, she has shelter for them. Yeah. And um, once they get inside yeah, the room they inside, where they're going to yeah. be staying, uh, Key is yelling at Theo to get that woman out of here. Yeah. And she's just babbling. We don't really know what she's saying. There's no subtitles for what anyone mm-hmm. in another language is saying. It just says foreign language speaking. I think she was just waiting to get paid yeah. because uh, I think he does give her something and then she does go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they've got the room to themselves mm-hmm. and, uh, Theo delivers the baby. Yeah, he does. Uh, pretty successfully. There are so many things that can go wrong during childbirth. I mean, the baby could have came yeah. out feet first or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fairly easy. Well, I mean, from he's our got, standpoint got a, got and from Theo's standpoint, but from hers, it's, yeah, from yeah, Keith, it's terrible. She's giving birth. <laughs> she's giving birth. She's being <laughs> torn in half. Yes. Uh, Theo yelling at her to push, push, mm-hmm. push. She doesn't think she's able to, but mm-hmm. she is. Yeah. Which is a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a baby. And it's a baby. And it's it, this is great baby animation. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of times when they do like a a baby's birth it's like a, a like a like a six month old baby or like a three month <laughs> baby it's like a big old baby already but now this one is just like a skinny covered and placenta baby um that's not moving at first and then it starts to move and the way yeah it's just like really good baby animation because i don't think it's a real baby it's a baby girl yes yeah, uh, Kia Ke- suspected it was a boy mm-hmm. back when she wanted to I feel like everyone from. was saying boy because mm-hmm. society. We yeah. live in a society, right? <laughs> but it's a girl. Uh, the next day, they're, they're awoken by Sid, mm-hmm. who lets them know that uh, a war broke out between the British military and the refugees mm-hmm. who are being led by the fishes. Yeah. Also, well, I won't get to that yet. So, uh, yeah, things aren't good. Things were, were bad and now yeah. they're worse. Yeah. And uh, they, they need to get to a boat. They need to get to a boat. That's the mission. 
and they discovered Sid discovered what what happened. They is it because they killed the cops? Yeah, it, Sid yeah. finds out that there's a bounty on their heads. Yes. Uh, so he so he turns. Yeah. And he draws a gun on them, tries mm-hmm. to capture them. Mm-hmm. But uh, Marishka comes in clutch with like a club. Yeah. Uh, and just beats him. Pumbles him. They run. And they run. Yeah, they're able to escape. But the barely. door. Yeah, the, the door doesn't open all the way. It's like, because it's like slightly underground or something. There's mm-hmm. like a trench where it opens. They can't open the door all the way. They have to squeeze through, which is just another great instance of yeah. every single thing in this movie mm-hmm. is as hard as it can be. Yes. <laughs> um. And yeah, they, they barely make it. Barely um, make it through. Well, first, uh. Key has to hand Mariska the baby because yeah. Mariska goes through first. Yeah. And then Key starts yelling, she took my baby. Yeah. Because you only see outside the sliver from the door that they can open. But then yeah. we see that Mariska is right there. Yeah, she's right there. And once Key gets through the door, Mariska hands her back the baby. Yeah. So, hey, this Mariska, I think we can trust yeah, her. Yeah, I think we can trust her. She's good. Once she saw that there was the baby, that a baby exists yeah. in this world, she... uh yeah, realize the the weight of the situation. Mm-hmm. the The tiny opening of the door comes in handy because once Sid does make it to the door mm-hmm. and sticks his head out, yeah. he's walloped in the face by like I don't know a typewriter or it's a car piece, battery. A car battery. Yeah, it's it sounds very like 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 a fatality in, in Mortal Kombat or something. <laughs> Just like the the, the, the... the sound of the yeah, skull. Yeah, the sound cracking. of the skull oh, cracking and the tissue and the wetness of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're able to leave. Make it out and... Uh, uh, Theo's just like, we need a boat, we need a boat, but mm-hmm. there's a language barrier there. Yeah. So he draws it out. Got a little wall. Pictionary. Yeah, a little Pictionary. She's like, oh, okay. I, I can get that. He for gets you. the triangle for the base of the boat and like the sail, but Mariska still doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's until he does yeah. the squiggles for yeah, the water. The water at the I bottom. don't know why I like that. But <laughs> it's, the, it's the water squiggles it's that, the water. that gets her. It gets them on the same page and she knows where a boat is. Yeah. She has to lead them through a protest. Yeah. There's this giant rally going on. Huge demonstration. It's it's a, a war scene because the protest also yeah. isn't, uh, you know, the the government's not too fond of uh, the refugees mm-hmm. taking arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get shouts of Allahu Akbar. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the French flag, which I guess they were French refugees in yeah. the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a war zone. It's a war zone. Um. So not very easy to just go and walk to the boat that Mariska knows where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the the fishes pop up and they they capture Key mm-hmm. and the baby. Yeah, and we, and we see we see uh, Luke again. Wait, because I feel like before that we get we get a bit of sanctuary mm-hmm. where they're with the old couple. In the house, oh, yeah. and the older lady is feeding them oranges. Yes, um, true. Yeah, so yeah, Mariska takes them to another safe house, yes. very nicer, by this very old couple. I didn't write that down because when they were eating oranges, I went. You and, went up and got oranges. and grabbed an orange. I was like, "Hey, I have oranges. <laughs> that looks good." <laughs> yeah, so they're able to like just chill for a bit, and she's able to lay the baby down and really look at her baby, and she's like, "I'm gonna name my baby Bazooka." 
She's coming up with terrible names. And and Theo's just like, Bazooka? What? I was getting... I, I was just starting to like uh, Forla, Forley. Frowley. Frowley. Yeah. Um, Bazooka's definitely a worse name than Frowley. Yes. Yeah. Um... And so this man walks in and he's just like, I, I can get you a boat and I, we leave in an hour. Mm-hmm. So they only get an hour of that. And then on their way to the boat. They're captured. Yeah, they're captured. By the fishes. The by, fishes. by Luke, who's now in charge. Yes. Um, and Patrick, who's still sore about his cousin. Right. Luke asks Key how the baby is and Key spits in Luke's face. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Um. But then, um, so they're yeah, taken into an apartment. Yeah, um, Lucas takes takes Key, key and and, pa- and and baby bazooka and baby bazooka <laughs> and Mariska, Theo, and the man that was leading them to the boat. They're left behind and are yeah. to be executed. Um, Patrick shoots the man that was leading them to the yeah. boat. Right in front of them. Right in front of them, and I guess he's gonna shoot Mariska next. But then all hell breaks loose. Then the military the comes. Here. Yeah, the yeah, military's here. So uh, Patrick has distracted. He's got to go shoot at yeah. the soldiers. Yeah, they all have to like take cover and run away. So Theo gets up and runs, mm-hmm. and he was able to see that Luke led uh, Key and the baby into a into an apartment building. So mm-hmm. Theo. His new goal is to get to the apartment building to release Key. Yeah. Uh, Getting into the apartment building isn't very easy. This is where the movie... uh, Really picks up. It's like, this is what 1917 wanted to be. Yeah. Like, very obviously. Like, Mm -hmm. they have... It's a very single, singular goal. Yeah. They took this and made it the whole movie. Yeah. Which is why I don't think it worked too well, because Mm -hmm. it didn't have the... We don't need to get into the whole yeah. 1917. Yeah. That movie didn't even win. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful, chaotic one take. Yeah, very shot, long, long take shot of him just like like dodging bullets and, like and bullets flying and-, and people getting hit by stray bullets and blood splattering on the screen on the camera. On yeah, blood, on the I camera. Love it. I love it. Oh, blood, I wonder if that was like purposely done oh, or if that was just like. Just like a beautiful yeah. no, like sh- mistake where they was just like no let it go let it go I'm let's, sure, let's do I'm it. I'm sure it was meant to on intentional. I uh I don't think um Caron uh yeah makes mistakes yeah yeah <laughs> uh there's some good ones that would be a good mistake if like yeah, some blood got on the screen. It's also a good intentional. Yeah, decision. it's also I really don't like know, perfect. But, but to just have well. blood on the lens is yeah. like us the viewer our view of the scene is covered in the blood the yeah. bloodshed yeah <sighs> yeah so good yeah he's and able to get into the apartment after they blow it up i mean he, yeah, yeah, right before much. he goes in they drop this giant bomb in there and it blows up like the first floor lobby but yeah he's able to get in he's able to get in and he's able to get to luke yeah he follows the sound of a crying baby right yeah um, Luke has a bazooka, not not baby bazooka, but a bazooka. Uh, uh, yeah, real bazooka. That he's uh shooting at the the forces while uh talking 
Yeah. He's doing his, his villain speech. Mm-hmm. This is where we get him admitting that his whole philosophy was different than Julian's. And yeah. he knows that um, there they, couldn't, be they couldn't deliver the baby into a peaceful world. Yeah. Uh, they need to, to fight. Yeah. Um, need to fight for their dignity, for their respect, for their humanity. Yeah. Um, Theo's able to get key away yeah. because he's distracted by the military. Yeah. And he shoots at, uh, he shoots Theo. Well, he shoots at Theo from uh, what we can see. Yeah, not with the bazooka. No, no, with yeah. like a machine gun. Yeah. Um, there's also this really like nice moment of clarity where he's like, I forgot how beautiful babies were. Yeah, when once I, I saw it, it, yeah, he broke down, and he kept he keeps referring to the baby as a boy, and then Theo's just like, it's a girl. Yeah, and, and then Luke's final words before he's shot down, uh, is, I I had a sister. Yeah. Anyway, on to what I think is the most beautiful oh, moment. Yeah, uh, this is the this is where this I mean, is where this, you cry. This or the the very end. Yeah, this is where yeah you you break down because it's they bring back that operatic score. Yep, and it's like the world stops. Everyone is just in awe. Theo, of, Theo's escorting uh, Keith out of the building. Yeah. And a little baby bazooka or Frowley, mm-hmm. take your pick, is yeah. uh, crying. Yeah. So you hear the cries of a baby, which is a sound that hadn't been heard in yeah. the world for 18 years. Yeah. Uh, throws everyone off guard. Yes. Everyone stops in their place. Soldiers just standing. Uh, They're looking at the baby. They're taking down their arms, grabbing at its feet, yeah. and yeah, they're yelling "ceasefire!" Like mm-hmm. the like. It's a fucking it, it, baby. It's a fucking baby. And it, the war stops for a moment. If it's, only. It, it's so... If it, only it's that such could a magical in, moment. In our, in our reality where people are like, you know, babies are being hurt by this. Oh, yeah. shit, we better stop. We better... Yeah. Instead of like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah. Beautiful moment in the film. Beautiful, beautiful moment. Very special moment. And they make it outside. They're able to get past everyone because everyone is so mesmerized, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's broken away when I I want to say the refugees like they shoot yeah. or they do something to the military, and then I feel like it goes even harder. Like now they're going even yeah, harder. As soon as, there's there's as soon as bombs and guns, and it's just like more chaotic. Under fire. Yeah. Yes. So kind they, of all those people we just saw in the building, yeah, uh, are being blown being up. Like, and oh my shot. god! There's hope in the world. Are yeah. immediately killed. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. They they managed to meet back up with Mariska. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> who leads them to the boat. Uh, I love Theo asks Key how is she to the to the about the baby mm-hmm. and Key says she's annoyed. She's annoyed, yeah. <laughs> Which is just really good comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> why why wasn't this actress in more? Yeah. What the fuck? I know, right? I was looking on her letterbox and the only recent thing that she was in that she actually starred in was seven seconds mm-hmm. uh, with Regina King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the last thing. Uh, that was 2018. 
Maybe she does more British television. Or theater, maybe. Yeah, or theater. Or, she, she's um, really good. And there's just a, a bias against uh, people that look like her working professionally as actors. That, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mariska leads them to the boat. Yeah. But she and doesn't get They get, get in on. the boat, but Mariska does not. Yeah. And Even it just... Theo really wants her to join yeah, them. he really wants to... Yeah. And it makes sense why. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they they, they they just they row off, they row off, and uh, it's just them two out there. Yeah, and we get yeah. the shot of the the sea with the fog, and the the boat emerges through the fog. It's, yeah, it's in the water, it's in the oh, fog. There's goddamn there's, beautiful. There's no clarity. You can't see anything. They're out there just hoping. Yeah. That. Uh, that this boat's gonna show up. They get to the buoy. Eventually, they see the buoy, which is yeah. the meeting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Key thinks that she's bleeding. Well, well, before that, uh, the baby's having a hard time. So Theo walks Key through uh, burping, burping the baby. Okay. And that's when. Oh, no, I guess before that. Yeah, before that, before right? Before that, he notices blood on the bottom of the yeah. ship and says, oh, fuck, I'm bleeding. And he's but like, no, 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 it's me. It's me. I got yeah. Lucas got me. I got I got hit. Theo admits that he was shot. Yeah, he was shot, and uh, it's not doing so well. And yeah, I mean, the last thing he does is show her. Shows her how to burp care a baby. For, for the child. Yeah. And then she tells him uh, that she's going to name her Dylan. Yeah, Dylan's a girl's name, too. After Theo and Julian's yeah. lost Dylan is lost son. the best the best option out of three. And that's the last thing Theo hears before he's Yeah, dead. he kind of just leans over Perhaps. and it's a good that's, it's a good movie death. Yeah, it's a good movie death and that's that's it. He just uh, he just leans over and then cuz they're, they're on open water like his body is still rocking back yeah, and forth. Yeah. But his head's just down and he's dead. And she's out there in the water alone. And they're they're late. Yeah, they were late. But, but Theo had said, you know, obviously before he died, they'll, don't worry, they'll be back. They'll be back. Um, mm. And she's out in the water for a little bit. And it's just like this little little moment of uncertainty. Because you can't see right. further than them on the boat. But then you know? we see something emerging. Yeah. And uh, Key's still kind of in denial about this guy dying right in front of her. Yeah. Uh shouting, Theo, it's the boat, Theo. Yeah. But no, he's he's gone by then. Yeah. But tomorrow arrives. Tomorrow, tomorrow arrives. comes. Yeah. And th- that's the last thing is the from the angle of this little rowboat looking mm-hmm. up at this giant ship that's coming. Yeah. And it's, it cuts uh, to black and you hear just children. hear children laughing and playing. Yeah. And holy fuck, that really gets me. Yeah. Just... Yeah. When I think <sighs> about every character in this movie that died to get her where she had to be, like the ultimate sacrifice for humanity, for it to continue, they all had to like die without any like confirmation. Yeah, that without any their confirmation, won't be in vain. Yeah, it's really uh, like it's. Strong. It's really it's, it's just religious. Like, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so so much faith. Yeah. 
Ah, huh. oh, it's so heavy to think about storytelling and filmmaking. And yeah. Whew. Yeah. The, the, the significance of death in this is uh, death in life is like very heavy handed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they use it very well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a film. It's I'm a not film. even going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even asking. Not you. Even I'm asking. not even giving you a chance to fucking call this a movie. <laughs> it's a it's a film. It has uh, so texture, the texture, the nuance, the depth, the everything about it. Just the just what 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 he brought to to this to this picture as a as a director you know what i mean just bringing his style and his eye and his 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 way of commenting on society you know what i mean mm-hmm. into this this fictional world that feels so real that feels so real well, mostly because it's very close it's science to fiction world. but it's not fantasy you know right well yeah yeah i mean but not like it doesn't play like fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't play. It's not yeah fantastical. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's incredible, and like weirdly underrated. Yeah, people should be talking about Children of Men all the fucking time, shouldn't they? <laughs> they should. They should. Just like yeah, yeah. I'm. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm amazed by it. By it this does director. everything you want a great piece of art to do. Mm-hmm. Just uh, comments on everything. Yeah. And just makes a very compelling case for humanity mm-hmm. to push forward despite all the bullshit. Yeah. Of which there is plenty. Yeah. I'm glad this movie ended on a, on a happy note. Because you needed that. You needed that relief. It's happy, but still very open-ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess the sound, this the sound world, of the children is confirmation, yeah. kind of that. Yeah, children will okay. come back to us. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, in a better society, because even if children come back <laughs> in that world, they're fucked. Just that that our main guy, that Theo, dies before he gets confirmation that tomorrow comes. Like, yeah, he's still out just on the open sea, mm-hmm. and that's very symbolic in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. All that work that he put in to the very end doesn't yeah. even. But he, by that point, he's telling Key, it'll come. It'll come. He has faith. His faith. We watch this man's faith be restored. Yeah. Right. <sighs> and cured yeah. of his alcoholism. Only, if if only because he's dead and, only can, and can't drink yeah, anymore. Can't drink. <laughs> but, can't drink. No liquor in hell. But, oh, like, such a compelling character. And I, it's... <sighs> Yeah, it's it's film. It's a film. (laughs) Children of Men. I love the way that it's not, like, we talk about all the stuff that it's about, but it's not about that. It's about a guy trying to get this woman to the boat. Yeah. But then the world is just so fully realized and textured that Mm -hmm. it has all this, so much else to offer. Mm -hmm. And an impeccable cast. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pete Clive Owen. Yeah, the the best Clive Owen yeah. I've seen. That yeah, that's it. That's Children of Men. That's it. How are we raising the stakes next How week? How can it get bigger than that? Here's here's my hint. 
um, our hero of, of next week's picture, much like Theo, wears a long coat. Okay. And, okay. and, and I think the stakes are higher somehow. Okay. We'll get some more religious yeah. imagery next week as well. I'll yeah. say that too. Yes, we will. Uh, submit your guesses to us mm-hmm. at Movie Film Pod on all the socials. MoviefilmPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, tune in next week to Movie. Movie. Film. Film. <sighs> all hell the clit. All hell the clit. <laughs>